Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me as always is my co-host, Trevor Stores from the Full Press Coverage and Rugby District. Hey, Trev. How you doing? Hakun, I'm good, man. How you doing? Good to be here on Thursday night. You got Thursday night football tonight? Yes, sir. I know, it's a good night. And the first Thursday post-Thanksgiving, and I, I will talk to you more about that later, Trev, because we've been kind of leading up to that entire conversation like for like a month now. But anyway, yeah, I, yeah. and I know you're jazzed, Trev, about the Washington football team's current win streak, too. So cool. we will definitely talk about that, too, because I got a lot of questions for you, my friend. But okay. right now, we have a very special guest joining us. It's running back prospect Paul Terry of Eastern New Mexico University and the Generals of the Spring League. How are you doing, Paul? Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me. All right. We're super excited to have you on the show today, and we got lots of questions for you. So much to talk about. So, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get this rolling. All right, Paul. I know that uh, you I think you'll find out that when we go through this interview, I ask all the hard-hitting questions around here. Trev always asks us the fluff, so I, I ask the hard-hitting questions. So I'm going to start off with my first hard-hitting question right here, and it's really important to me. You know what? You know, I am always concerned about what foods people eat while watching football because I eat a lot of food while watching football. So tell us, what is your favorite football watching food? Uh, I'm about to go with the pizza and wings. Oh, pizza! It's a classic. Pizza and wings. Now you got to be. Yeah. So you got to be honest now. What kind of pizza do you like? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a little simple. I just hit the pepperoni, and usually the honey barbecue wings will do it just fine for uh, me. Ah, all right. That's a classic. You ranch dipping sauce. You get the ranch dipping sauce. Oh yeah. Okay. You can't. You always got to have the ranch. Okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now we get it. There it is. <laughs> well, I will say this. Paul, I love pizza. I, I've never met a pizza I didn't like. I'm a Chicago guy, so I love pizza that's like six inches deep and swimming in cheese. Oh, so that's man. the type of pizza I like. I'm pretty sure you're talking about that thin crust crap that everybody else eats in the rest of the country. That's all wrong. It's all wrong. I'm just saying. And you don't have to answer that, Paul, because I, I know I, I, I already I, feel. I think it is, uh, the, it's more of a, the correct term is pan. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. All right, so uh, so let me ask you this question. A little bit more football-related. What's your favorite NFL player? Who is your favorite NFL player and why? Uh, so I got to go with uh, my guy, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, yes, why? I just think uh, the influence he put on the game um, gave me a little bit of motivation, the way uh, his passion for the game, and uh, just the way he carries himself. Uh, I like him as a player. And uh, I just feel like um, he influenced me to like the game a little bit more with his swag and just the way yeah. uh, he plays the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, he definitely has swag. That is for sure. And he is – If there's, I've never seen a more passionate player uh, than OBJ. He does not – he leaves it out there on the field. You know exactly how he feels at all times. So that's I – to, I totally get it. And I think we talked pre-show that – no, I'm I'm around the New York area right now, so we have mixed feelings about OBJ. But one thing you cannot dispute is his commitment to the game and his skill. You know, I mean, the guy gets up there and you yes, don't know sir. what's going to happen. So uh, I love it. I love that. 
So uh, we know that you're originally from Amarillo, Texas. Tell us, what other sports teams are you a fan of out there? Uh, sports teams, so uh, obviously the NFL, uh, I was telling you all pre-show, Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. Um, all right, Paul, appreciate you coming on, I'm man. Good, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to take down uh, Washington, man. Y'all got, got a couple weeks to prepare, so we're yeah. trying to do the same. Get past tonight first, and then we'll talk about Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. And then – uh, for basketball, uh, I'm actually a Golden State Warriors fan. Uh, I oh, love no Steph. Right. Uh, All right, yeah, Steph. He, he's up. my favorite player, so I love him. And yeah. then uh, I'm a golf fan, so really, don't really have a favorite player in golf other than uh, you know the OG Tiger Woods, but uh, he's oh, kind sure. of out of it right now. So yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of it's kind of a shame. Uh, Tiger has changed fundamentally changed the game of mm-hmm. uh, of uh, of golf. I mean, like. Uh, it's opened right. it up to so many people um, yep. that didn't watch golf ever before. So did you watch the match five between DeChambeau and Kafka then this last weekend? Uh, I actually didn't get a chance to. Um, I actually went to the Cowboys game uh, oh, Thursday, so we were kind of messing around, and uh, I didn't get a chance to. I will never fault someone for prioritizing football over anything else in their life. So I am yeah, you more know. of that. Probably stay at home and watch that golf tournament. It's probably way better than that Thursday game. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. Oh, there you that go. Crazy. <laughs> well, well, that that's uh, that's pretty awesome. And uh, and I can tell you, I I love Steph as well. I mean, he basically fundamentally changed the game of basketball. I mean, before that, it was like power, right. power, power, get, you know, dunk the ball. Now it's like shoot from like three feet behind the three-point line, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> half court, shoot from half court, walk away, you know. Every kid's doing it now. So, yeah, I love that. And I love that they're making it have a little resurgence this year. They kind of fell off a cliff two years ago, so I'm glad to see them. Right, have yeah. a And, I mean, he's still – he's not young anymore, and he's still – he's getting even better, so I love it. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've always been um, – I'm a Michael Jordan guy because I'm from Chicago, so I think he's oh, the, yes. the greatest I, of all time, you know. And of course, yeah. he yeah, and he got better with age, too, because he learned to work with his team as opposed to be the team. Not that he couldn't do that, mm-hmm. right? I think he can win basically any game by himself. But, you know, he made everybody better. And I think at the end of his career, that, that I think that's what Steph is doing to the Golden State Warriors right now. He's making everybody better, which is uh, fantastic. Um, tough loss against the Suns, though. Uh, I'll just say that. Anyway. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, that was a big game. Can't, I was excited can't to win see them all one. in the NBA. Yeah, you nah. can't win them all. I know. I'm a Bulls fan. You can't win them all. And I feel like we got we got a great lineup <laughs> this year. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and, and uh, let me ask you this question. Now, outside of football, now, you know, I am super – I'm what's really important to me are movies and TV outside of football. They're, they're second and third. All right. So fa- what's your favorite movie and favorite TV show? So it was actually kind of a hard one for my movie. Um, I don't know if anyone's gonna like it, but uh, Transformers number one oh, yeah. for me. <laughs> That's it's kind of it's kind of a bit out there, but uh, yeah, man, I, I don't it. know. I'm, I'm kind of a little sci-fi guy. Oh man, and then, you're uh, a sci-fi guy. For, I love this. I knew I loved. <laughs> I know I really liked Paul for a reason, and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, TV show, so uh, I've watched a lot of TV shows, but I, I guess you can call it uh, more or uh, Jordan's uh, Last Dance. Oh Jordan's yes, Dance. yes. Yeah. I can literally yes. watch. I can literally watch that thing every day. Oh yeah, and not I have. 
literally, yeah. that's like what the first thing I do every morning is watch a little bit of The Last Dance. You kidding me? I mean, I, that's like my I favorite mean, thing of all time. <laughs> He's fantastic. I mean, I was, like, I, don't know if I was like, I don't know if they want to call it a TV show or, you know, but. No, that counts. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll okay. allow it. <laughs> See, this is right now. So you're hitting like a thousand right now, Paul, and I know you're going to fall off a cliff <laughs> on this next question. Um, because I'm going to ask you if you like Star Wars. And I want you to keep in mind that the, that the great Gary Clark of uh, Washington football wide receiver fame is a fan of Star Wars. So are you a Star Wars fan? <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a Star Wars fan. There's no plural for guys, I'm last... with you. I'm not a fan either, so just sorry, Akira. <laughs> I think the last Star Wars movie I watched was like when I was like seven, man. Okay. <laughs> last one I saw all right i i i understand that there can be a difference of opinion i can be right and you guys can be wrong i'm cool with that you know that, you, can't, you can't hit you can't bat a thousand nobody bats a thousand that's cool all right last last nonsense question for your fast and the furious movie franchise yay or nay so uh I'm a little mixed emotions on it, but I, I told you on pre-show, I'm going to go with the yay just because of the first three movies. Yes. Yep. I haven't, I like well, I haven't watched the last uh, 10 <laughs> or 15 or whatever you want to call it. but They, they can't the make enough, three, man. Give it, give it a check. <laughs> you know, any movie that can parachute muscle cars from like 20,000 feet and they land and they drive and jump over mountains while flying away from submarines, that's a show I want to watch. I'm just saying right now, okay? <laughs> that's a show I want to watch. But, but I get I know, it. I, I get need it. to open my imagination. I need to, I might like, have to try to rewatch them. But. That's right. Try, give it a shot, all right? Give, give Fast and the Furious 4 through 16 a shot, all right? That's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's turn to some football stuff here. Trev, why don't you take it? Yeah, man, I got you here. So, Paul, uh, you went to Randall High School and had an amazing career there playing football, obviously. You were named 2015 Offensive MVP, same year first team All-County, same year first team All-District, 2016 Offensive MVP of the District 9-5A, same year first team All-District, same year HM All-State running back out of Texas, and your team won the same year district title, and you piled up... Effect. You also piled up like 2,400 yards and daggone near 40 touchdowns with 36 in 2016. So, Paul, how and why did you get started playing football? Uh, so, I got to give it up to my brothers. So, I have three older brothers. Um, maybe wow. not the oldest one. He He's kind of uh, more of the smarter type of guy. But the, the <laughs> next two, uh, I just kind of – I grew up watching them, and I just kind of wanted to be like them, and I wanted to, you know, um, that's just kind of what got me into sports. So, um, do they play football? If they did, what position do they play? So, my, uh, I would say second oldest brother, his name is Jordan. He played wide receiver. And then uh, my brother, Philip, he's the next closest to me. Um, he played defense, and he was a safety all right, so then how in the heck did you end up playing running back? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but uh, ever since I saw Vince Young and Reggie Bush play, wow. I was I tried to play quarterback, 
and it didn't work out. And so the next <laughs> step was for me to want to be like Reggie Bush. And, uh, you know, from there, it kind of just took off. Wow. So, That's great. And yeah. I'll say this. Reggie Bush, I love Reggie Bush as a person and as a player, but I'm a Notre Dame fan, so that Reggie Bush push, totally illegal Uh-oh. back then. Totally illegal back then. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. We're just getting on a record. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Otherwise, he's a great guy, terrific player. <laughs> uh, it was legal. Get over it. So, uh, <laughs> I think it was oh. more like a little touch. He didn't necessarily push. Yeah, yeah. Reggie to Bush touched? The Reggie Bush touched him. forward. And, you know, it looked like a shove, but it wasn't a shove. Right? Yeah, was kind yeah of like, I got you. I got you. I got you. I know what's, I know what's what. <laughs> so, Paul, you eventually decided to take your talents and play at Eastern New Mexico University, and that's where you have some amazing accomplishments on the football field. But take us along your path from high school if you're deciding to play there. Like, what were the steps and um, oh. any other decisions to make, and how did you get there? Yes, sir. Uh, so, um, crazy enough, um, I didn't have any D1 offers. Um, I was just getting oh. a lot of uh, NAIA, D3, and uh, I actually, Eastern was my only D2 offer, and it came uh, dang near right before signing day. So, uh, um, I uh, just decided that I was like, I'm going to go with who wants to have me, and um mm-hmm. Because I wanted to, I wanted to walk on, at a, try to go walk on at a D1, but um, my loving parents, you know, supported <laughs> me, and they were telling me, uh, they just kind of guided me towards uh, taking the Eastern offer and uh, did wonders for me. Uh, it was amazing. Yeah. So you're from Amarillo, Texas. So how far away is that from where you live? So it's actually only about two hours away. Okay. Eastern New Mexico yeah, is basically on the – it's like 20, 30 minutes away from the uh, Texas-Mexico border. Oh, okay. Good. So at that school, you uh, you broke their school record for rushing yards in a single season with 1,888 yards on the ground, and you eclipsed the 100 mark in all but one game in 2019. How many games was that in that year? How many games did you play? Uh, uh, we played 12. Oh, so that's amazing. Wow, that's insane. So Paul, tell us, what did you do that year that helped you accomplish 11 games for rushing over 100 yards? And what did you do, and what did breaking the single season record mean to you? So, um, my junior year, I rushed for 989 and just 10 touchdowns. And uh, I just had, I had super high expectations, and I just felt like I'd did not even get close to what I wanted to. And so um, I just kind of took a step back and just kind of looked at what I needed to do. And uh, basically all I needed to do was just put in more work and be more dedicated and uh, sacrifice more things um, to be uh, to put myself in the position I wanted to be in. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, I took it to myself to be disciplined and uh, – as you can see, uh, it, it worked. Yeah, That's the only it thing. Never paid I, I mean, off. It was <laughs> it, it was crazy to me too, just because um, you know I never I never did put in the work like that, and just seeing the hard work you know pay off, it was actually crazy to me. So this next question I got is going to have a bunch of numbers in it too, so everybody's here with me. Uh, so, Paul, you finished your career at Eastern New Mexico, and you uh, finished ranked third all-time with 
3,500 career rushing yards and then was ranked fourth all-time in the school record books in three separate categories, including rushing attempts, which you had, which you had 644, uh, rushing touchdowns, you had 32, and all-purpose yards, you had, oh, my God, Ooh. over 3,600 ah. yards. That demonstrates some extraordinary commitment <laughs> over your time. I mean, extraordinary, bro, like at your time at Asia in Mexico. So if you could tell us, Paul, what was your motivation day in and day out to reach those amazing marks? I mean, you just said that you told yourself you need to be more disciplined, and here you are. But, like, what steps did you take in order for you to get that discipline to accomplish these great things? Well, I just knew what uh, the goal has been since I was a little kid. Um, I've always wanted to be a professional football player. Um, and, I mean, I got, you know, it came down to college, and I was like, well, I looked at it, I was like, you got one year, dude. But I also know that one year can change everything for you. So, uh, you know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. I just took that as the motivation because, I I mean, I knew, like, this football stuff doesn't come easy, and I know um, not everyone can do it. But I always knew that uh, as long as I gave it my best and, you know, no, left uh, no stones unturned, um, you know, I was going to keep going for it, and uh, we're still going for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And speaking of which, after college, you got invited to play in the Spring League, which is the premier professional football development league in the U.S. Seen 141 players so far signed by either NFL or CFL since 2017. So a very, a, a very prestigious developmental league. And you joined the Generals and competed in four games late last year. Describe for us your experience playing in the Spring League. So, uh, it was crazy how I even actually got into the spring league. Um, it was actually August, uh, I think, uh, 2020. Is then that w- there was, I played in the last two seasons they had. So mm-hmm. August 2020, or I think around there, I applied to go to one of their showcases. But once uh, the director, uh, Mr. Brian Wood, found like seen my film and everything, he uh, invited me to like play in the the league. And so I ended wow. up getting drafted into the, the spring league for their first inaugural uh, little four-game season. And uh, I took it as just an opportunity to uh, see how I proved myself uh, against, uh, you know, NFL, CFL type of talent because a lot of those guys have already been either on NFL teams or CFL, mm-hmm. you know, practice squads and everything. So I was just like, well, let me see. Like, I, I need to get out there because I didn't get drafted. So I was like, let me see uh, to see if I like prove myself to see if I can, if I got it like that. And uh, so the first season I did okay. Uh, I mean, I I had three touchdowns I I produced. But this next uh, season in the spring of 2021, uh, I thought I did great. Um, you know, average six plus yards per carry on uh, a three back rotation. Had uh, you know, three touchdowns. It was six game. It was a six game season. So, uh, but there was way more competition. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think this. I think in the spring there was like over ten guys that got picked up by the NFL. So I was just, you know, I just know my time's coming. I'm just, uh, I just know the spring league was a great opportunity uh, to prove my skills and to showcase my skills as well. Okay. Yeah, that is. That is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty, that, that is absolutely amazing. And uh, obviously, kudos to you for being able to do that. I mean, that's obviously a big step. And there, you, you said there is amazing talent in the Spring League 
So being able to put up those types of numbers against that truly proves that you deserve to be on the, on the gridiron on Sunday. So tell me, uh, in addition to that, how was it live? How was it playing live on national TV? How did that feel? So I, I was actually kind of uh, nervous to get in front of the camera <laughs> just because I was like, I was like, man, I, I was like, man, we're really this is what we like have dreamed of since a little kid. It may not be the NFL, but I mean. Playing on national TV, I was like, man, this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> it just really, it yeah. I just, uh, just, uh, just so appreciative of it, and uh, you know, it's a dream, dream come true, still. Yeah, that's that is that is something else, and uh, and I would say you played. Uh, let's see, so this last season you played with the Generals, and uh, Ryan Mallett was on your team, right? That's awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah, how was that? Uh, it was awesome just to, just because you know he I think he's a third round draft pick. Uh, yep. You know he played a lot of years in the league, has a lot of knowledge, and it was just it's just crazy. I don't know. It's so like surreal to be around you know the, those type of guys, and it's just like you know I, I have a position in in this sport as well. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, that is fantastic. Yeah, it's always good to see. And, and I know that, I, and I, you know, we've seen all these, all sorts of recaps and highlights and you see you scoring and being very productive there. I'd love to see that at, on Sunday. I think that you're going to be amazing yeah, on sure. Sundays here. So let me, uh, let me just end with a couple of quick questions here. You know, um, knowing the uphill battle that it can be for a smaller school prospect to get signed in the NFL, what do you think separates you from other running backs out there? Uh, I just want to say most most is just the productivity. Uh, the stats don't lie. The film doesn't lie. I mean, mm-hmm. um, the, pro- the productivity is uh, out the roof. Um, I'm reliable. And, um, you know, if you need me uh, to throw me out at wide receiver, I can run good routes as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I know in this type of, I know in this type of league. I was about to say, I know in this type of league, the way it is now, um, they, they want you to do it all. And, uh, I just need my opportunity to show you guys I uh, I can do it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Correll Patterson, Antonio Gibson, all those guys play wide receiver and running back. So hey, you know I mean that that's the that wave of the future. You get get out there and be versatile. You be a, all, be everywhere. Yes. And you know, get out there and get the balls yes. in your hand, and uh, and make it so that you can make the play. And let me ask you the one last question here because uh, I'm always curious as to what a prospects have to say. But is there's one thing that you want to tell an NFL or a CFL team about you, what would that be? Uh, I'm just a, I'm a leader. Um, I'm a go-getter. I'm a motivator. You know, I make other people around me better just because, you know, I want everyone to succeed. I, uh, my, I want my dreams to succeed, but if we're all working for the same dream and same goal, I want everyone to succeed. So I just, I'm a great team player. And uh, I know, I know football, I know football, speaks for itself, um, but I know being a great team player and a leader uh, uh, brings the value up as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very nice, Paul. I, Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Paul, um, that is an, that is the perfect answer to that question. Obviously, the uh, leadership in the locker room, on the field, outside the locker room, off the field, all that incredibly important for success for a team sport like football. It's not just one guy, but obviously you are that one guy who I think will give a huge spark to any NFL team or CFL team that's lucky enough to get you. So thanks so much for joining us here tonight, Paul. Uh, it was fantastic having you on the show. We know that you're going to get that 
NFL or CFL contract because, like we said, any team would be lucky to have you in their RB room. And we're looking forward to seeing you on Sundays, on Mondays, on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, every day on the gridiron. Uh, producing yes, sir. Like yes, sir, man. I love, I love to hear that. I just thank y'all uh, for having me on the show. Uh, it's great. Um, I'm just blessed. Yes, and sir. I thank we'll you for the all... kind words as well. Sure, sure, sure. We only, Trev and I only speak the truth. As you tell, as you, as you have really figured out, we're straight shooters here. <laughs> we don't mince words. All right. Well, thanks so much, Paul. Much. Good luck to you, you, my Paul. friend. Yes, sir. Thank you all. All right. So that was Paul Terry of uh, Eastern New Mexico University and the Generals, uh, two seasons of Spring League. Man, six, over six yards per carry playing with uh, NFL vets and NFL experienced players and CFL experienced players. In the spring league, why doesn't somebody go get this guy? I, yeah, you know, I don't know. Someone's going to get this guy. Honestly, you would think as much as teams need running backs right now in the league. Exactly. Like, go get this guy. Exactly. I mean, Give I'm just saying shot. that, yeah. I mean, look at what you find out there. I mean, pe- people come out of nowhere, and you may think that, uh, oh, there's, you know, there's folks who get an opportunity, and they can produce out there. And you'll never know until you take a shot at them. And I think that's what's great about the NFL is we, we give people shots to produce. But Paul has so much great tape out there that someone should go get him. All right. Well, uh, that was terrific. It was great to hear from Paul and everything. And, but I do know uh, that you, my friend, Trev, yes. are excited yes. about the future of the Washington football team. I suspect you are. So I'm going to hit the boxing bell and talk about that a little bit. Washington football team on a little bit of a heater, I'd say. Mm-hmm. A little mm-hmm. bit of a heater, and they've been mm-hmm. winning a lot. And mm-hmm. dare I say, getting to the point where other NFL teams have to start thinking, wait a second, are these guys? Wait, am I going to jinx it? Playoff contenders? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let me. <laughs> so let me ask you. Let me ask you that question there. What do you think about this current win streak of the Washington Football Team? What do you think it means for the team? Uh, and how do you think they're going to end up at the re- end of the regular season? Have you revised how you think they're going to end up? Uh, I think we have a legitimate shot of making the playoffs. Now, I don't know about playoff contender, but getting there as a wild card or division leader and going from there is the, is the goal again. Um, because the way we started off this season, um, and we've gone through so many injuries, losing Chase Young and Montez Sweat for a while. Curtis Samuel just came back after, I don't know, what, eight weeks or right. whatever, looking Thomas is back. So we've had some, a lot of bad injuries. But the way we've been playing the past three games, is unexpected, and it's, it's, it's really good to see because it's showing that our team actually believes in themselves and that we're fighting through adversity, like I said, with all these injuries and coming through. I mean, we beat Tom Brady. We ruined mm-hmm. Cam Newton from coming. You did. We beat uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, everybody I know, Russell Wilson has not been Russell Wilson, the finger thing. But it's still rough. still Wilson. dangerous. And exactly. he still almost pulled one off again, or at least made it very interesting this past Sunday. So yeah, we got the job Last, done. That's right. Got a play later Sunday. Uh, so we're back in the playoff contention talk. Um, a lot of things have to happen for us to get in. Not only do we have to win, but other teams have to help us by losing. So I'm very shocked. I'm very pleased, but I'm not getting too excited. Um, our defense is, is more, I'm more excited about our defense than my offense because We've had kicker problems, bro. We couldn't even kick a, a, a field goal or anything. <laughs> yeah. Kicker tried to make a tackle and got injured. So, <laughs> I know. Um, a curse. Just, yeah, if we can match the level of play that our defense is doing on the offensive side, I think we are a true legitimate threat. But right now, yes, 
we should people should be looking at us over the shoulder a little bit now, starting to pay attention. All right. Wow. That's a, that's actually a little bit of a change <laughs> a of position. But, you know, just keep oh, it hey, real. It's a, it's impressive if you think about it. You know, because you look it at is. it and like you said, Buccaneers, Panthers, Seahawks. That's yep. not a cakewalk, right? That's no, not a not. cakewalk. So no, like that's, record, records alone, like look at the quarterbacks that that are quarterback in this team. Okay, absolutely, so, right? Yeah, right. So. I mean, that's that's literally those are like MVPs. Like literally, all of them have been MVPs for at least at some point in their career. So exactly right. That is yeah. that is win. That is that is that is not something that people should take lightly. Uh, and you have uh, coming up the Raiders, and you get the Cowboys twice, yeah. you get the Eagles twice, and you got the Giants. You know, arguably, you if you beat the Raiders. And yeah. you split split with the Cowboys, and you take the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that's feasible. Really I think, I think that could happen. Yeah, I, I think, think so that could too. Happen. And also, if so, the Saints beat, especially if the Saints win tonight by some miracle, and we win Sunday, that game that we play against Dallas the following Sunday is going to be yeah. very spicy. So right, very interesting. Yeah, I love it. So we're going to pick a thing right now, unexpectedly. So. I'm th- I'm guessing you're wearing a little bit of gold and black right now and rooting oh, for Taysom yeah. uh, Hill. I, yeah, my whole house and my imagination right now is gold and black, <laughs> loud, party draw beat everywhere. Yes, you sir. Know, Drew Brees memorabilia, everything. <laughs> I'm, the I'm big the easy. Extra, I'm the biggest Saints fan in the entire world tonight. I need you got you got beignets on the table. Oh, you got yeah, some man. gumbo. You got crawfish out back. coming out. It was a little something <laughs> for us. So like, I go Saints go. <laughs> oh right, I love it. I love it. Spell G E A U X. Go exactly right? because that's <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right, so that's. That there's a lot there to follow, guys, and I think everybody. I think I agree that that's a, that's going to be really interesting, and they're going to make it interesting at the end of the season. So that that's mm-hmm. good news right there, and that this is kind of what uh, I think Washington football fans were expecting at the beginning of the exactly. year. Yeah. So and then once we were two and six before the bye, it was like okay, well now we're expecting to come out and get blown away, but no, we didn't. We shocked the world one three in a row. So now those same expectations from preseason are now back. Are back. That's dangerous. Well, so. That's dangerous, it my is friend. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and the boxing though on that. We let's very quickly here talk about the NFC East for Week 13. I'll just name off the games, and you tell me. What is it you're looking for and, and whether you have any thoughts on who's going to win these games? So uh, obviously right now coming up tonight and by the time people listen to this, it might actually be on or over Cowboys at Saints. Dallas is, uh, is favored by six over under at 46 on Sunday at one o'clock. We have the Giants at the Dolphins, Miami favored by four over under at 40.5. Um, and I believe, I believe that Daniel Jones might not be playing in that game. So um, that's interesting. That'll be interesting to see what happens there particularly after they actually finally pulled off a win this last weekend. Um, the Eagles at the Jets on at 1 o'clock uh, p.m. also on Sunday. Uh, the Eagles favored uh, by 7, over under at 45. And then we have finally the Washington football team, all eyes on them at 4.05 p.m. against the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders favored only by two and a half. It's a home game for the Raiders. So that two and a half basically is just a home field advantage. So it's basically a toss up of an over under a 49.5. All right. So those are the four games in NFC East. What stands out to you, Trev, about each of those four games or, or any of those four games, I should say. And do you have any thoughts on winners here? 
Uh, starting with us on Sunday, I think we can take advantage. Our defense comes up and wins because I just saw a report today that Darren Waller is probably not going to be playing. That's right. Jacobs uh, stopped up with an ankle problem, yes, and Deshaun Jackson did not practice today with a calf injury. Those are his, right. those are the three weapons that the Raiders have right now. And if, if either none of them play, I think we have a good day on Sunday. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. Foster Moreau, watch out for Foster Moreau, my friend. <laughs> yeah, know? he's nasty, and Max Crosby is not a slouch either. So, right. I'm not saying we go ahead and blow out, but we'll come out with the victory. It's going to be a sloppy game, but we'll, we should get the job done. Okay, um, as long as I see, you said Giants and Dolphins. Yes, I was going to pick the Giants, but Daniel Jones out of nowhere strings his neck, so they have Mike Glennon. Yeah. Um, this is this has been two was last. I mean, they've won what three or four in a row or something like that. This yeah, two last. Take advantage, you know, but they are the Giants. Saquon's still there. Kenny Galladay's back. The only problem is, can Mike, uh, Mike Glennon get anybody the ball? So, <laughs> so uh, Dolphins. Go Dolphins, though. And yeah. then we have tonight, Cowboys, Saints, it's Cowboys. The Saints have nobody except for Mark Ingram on the offensive side of the ball, and he's a running back who's been playing for 10,000 years. So good yeah. luck with that. Even though it is a home game, it's going to be loud in New Orleans. Or is it in Dallas? Is it in New Orleans? Uh, it's going to be at, in New Orleans. Yeah, it's going to be loud regardless. Taysom Hill is the quarterback. Yeah, he was 3-1 starter last year, but he has a bad foot. They got uh, DeMarcus Lawrence back for the Cowboys, so the Cowboys should feast tonight and win that one, unfortunately. Yep. But go Saints. And yep. then <laughs> Philly and Jets, Takun, honestly, bro, this is a toss-up. <laughs> Um, oh really? Jay, yeah, oh, Jalen Hurts, bro. He's so up and down, and Jalen Ramsey can't catch the ball if it was handed to him. So how'd they it, lose to the Giants? Awesome. Oof. Uh, yeah, like Zach Wilson, he's also not. He's pretty careless with the ball too. But like I said, it's a toss up. Really in, inaccurate <laughs> right now. <Yes. laughs> so this comes down to who's the better quarterback on Sunday for that game. We'll win. The, we'll win that game. If Jalen oh, plays man. outstanding, they win. Zach Wilson yeah. plays outstanding, they win. So. There yeah, I, I I like to call that one a toss up, but they're both like mm-hmm. just so bad. I want to call it a toss down because <laughs> it's yeah. like I just you know I mean I, I mean yeah. Jack Wilson. I'm excited about the kid as much as anybody else. I think he's gonna be great yeah. eventually, but man, you know he does all that playground stuff and then he just sails balls over his running back's head and it's like it's dude, yeah. it is a screen. You know <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Like you could definitely tell he he played. There's no offense. For, uh, to Tim McTire at BYU, but you can tell he played at, like at a conference with BYU. There's no defense, and he could do that playground stuff. And right, right, he look absolutely, like he's elite. Exactly, you're not getting away with that in the NFL. Nah, <laughs> not at all. That is absolutely right. All right, well, that gets to, to the end there, and I I agree with a lot of what you said there. Uh, and of course, I think the Eagles will will take the Jets uh, pretty handily. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens to Giants and Dolphins. I, Dolphins do have a resurgence. Uh, Jalen Waddle looks great. He looks mm-hmm. great. And um, Tua, I never thought would be a great qual- um, NFL quarterback. He's starting to come on a little. I don't know. I don't know how I feel yeah. about that. But yeah. I, I still do exactly. feel that, that Saquon, if he's healthy, can uh, can run on that defense. Uh, Cowboys mm-hmm. Saints. I think the Cowboys got this, uh, I, although I am also rooting for the Saints tonight. Uh, Cowboys fans. Sorry, Paul. And, of course, the Washington football team and the Raiders. I actually have some confidence that Washington can take care of business. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have some confidence that they can take care of business. They've been awfully impressive and very resilient of late. And I yeah. I think that they're building momentum, and um, this could be the turning point. I mean, I, I think it has been the turning point. It's almost like 
that Tampa Bay game was your playoffs. And oh, you said, you sure. know what? We got to win that to be in consideration. And then the next game yeah. against the Panthers was your playoffs. We got to win this yeah. to be in contention. And then this last game against Seattle, you got to win yeah. this. So the Raiders, I think they're going to treat it the same way, and they're going to find a way to pull it out because they've got some gumption uh, there, man. You got some gumption. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. We got to the end of the show here. Let's hit the air horn on the show. Woo! Wow, that, that was, was uh, supersized. Supersized, <laughs> my friend. That was like that was a lot. All right. Well, geez, Louise. Okay, so Trev, hey, give us your uh, social media so people can follow you. Well, on Twitter, the little bluebird app, I am at <laughs> Trev WFT. And then on Instagram, I'm all lowercase, Trev underscore stores. Um, real quick, Rest of the District podcast is dropping episode four, series yes. finale. Of the I heard. Go and, watch uh, that. Titled What Now? So go to, the ladies are going to explain how they're feeling and dealing with everything that they dealt with and the yep. toxicity of their workplace from years ago. So Good um, stuff. It drops tomorrow morning on YouTube on our Rest of District YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, yeah, everyone go check that out. That's good stuff. That is that well worth um uh, well worth um checking out because it is important important information. It's important yeah. not only to football but just to for people to understand what the impact the life, it can have yeah. on people. Exactly. You know, and how you know we need to avoid this in all walks of life, not simply football, uh, but everywhere. So uh, very pertinent, very relevant to today. All right, so. As I always say, you can follow me on Twitter at FB Garbage Time. And as always, thank you for listening. And thank you, Paul Terry, for joining us today. And thank you for all you wasting time with us. Because we know you are wasting time with us every time you tune in. And until next time, enjoy your NFL week. Goodbye, guys. Go Saints. Yes, go Saints, go. (laughs) 